0: This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast with iHeartRadio.
1: We're back and we're in season. I mean, this is this is the heart of our season. <laughs>
0: Sound out! Listen to how excited you are.
1: We don't have to talk about ourselves anymore.
0: <laughs> we're like going to talk about, about Becca. Us,
2: but this is way better.
1: <laughs> and we have Becca in studio with us after night one. Becca, you got to be tired. That's a lot of dates last night.
2: It was a lot of dates. It's uh, exhausting, but very fun
1: yeah mm-hmm. you mean it don't come on
2: no it was so fun i mean i love to talk and just be around people and so i mean it was a lot of conversation but it's like something i'll never be able to experience again
1: so before because ashley is biting at the bit here she has a couple questions I here i
2: actually am now yeah now she's now super pumped. The episode, i'm really
1: excited i uh, i have two things i want to get started because once ashley goes here i'm just gonna let her run with it one is i i've been asked this question with myself what was your secret in, in remembering all the guys' names?
2: Um, I don't have a secret. I kept asking for name tags after the first night because I'm like, oh, my God, there's so many of them. Yeah. Um, I did try. So after night one, I went back and I would write down the names and I would do something like weird or quirky that would help me remember the mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to lie. I did forget some names throughout oh, yeah. the season, which mm-hmm. I should not have done. But it's a lot. There's a lot going on to remember.
1: How many weeks in were you still forgetting names?
2: Um, when, it's when we were still at the mansion, so week two.
1: Yeah, that happens. Three, yeah. I remember night one, I was sitting on a on, a, on the uh, seat outside of the fireplace, kind of, Um, I think it's east of the pool, mm-hmm. and somebody sat down next to me. This is night one, so give me some grace here. And she literally looked at me and said, what is my name? And I said, that is Shit. the rudest thing anybody could ever do to somebody on the, in this mm-hmm. occasion. And I remembered that there was a bajillion Lawrence that got out of that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, car, and so I just guessed. I, I took my chance. I said Lauren, and she goes, "Oh, the odds were in your favor." Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good at this. <laughs> I think, I'll, I'll be just fine. I think yeah. every
2: season, that's just what the guys have to do because it yeah. seems like there's always a lot of Lauren. So just
1: just keep Lauren them. There. Um, all right. Finally, as Ashley asks her questions, I I have the the pictures of your men sitting in front of me, um, everywhere from Jordan. Um, I see to Lincoln. hearts around some of them, and I've I've drawn drawn hearts around some of my favorites. And I just want you to look at him, kind of as Ashley's talking. I just want to look at your face and see if you smile a little bigger, or a little less.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of that, let's start off with word association to some of the guys that stand out to the audience. Um, Colton. Football player. Lincoln. Talker. <laughs> yeah. Talk about it. I interviewed him.
2: Yeah. Couldn't get a word in. <laughs> How many questions were you able to ask?
0: Maybe two. And mm-hmm. I think he talked for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Garrett. Loves to fish. Am I just giving one words or can I give like a little phrase? A phrase is fine. I like okay. the phrase it too. Blake. Horse. Oh. <laughs> You're giving us very little dirt. Ricky. You're good at this. Uh,
2: salsa dancer. All right. Why did you let cute Joe the
0: grocer go on the first night?
1: <laughs> good question.
2: Joe was sweet. He just, I could just tell he was so, so nervous and... I don't know. As great as he was, it just—I just I just didn't necessarily feel it with him. All right, all right. I, I but I do anyt- love grocery shopping, so...
1: <laughs> Anytime I have a first date and somebody says, you were sweet, I would say it's probably time for me to go.
2: No, that's exactly <laughs> what I say. It's like, if my friends come home and I ask how their date was and they say, he was nice, I'm like, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. It's not for you. No. Mm-hmm. What are the entrances that
0: turned you on? Oh, that turned me on.
1: Can we elaborate on turn on, please?
2: Oh, I mean, like, what made you go, Ooh, Okay. Good. Ooh, okay. There's a couple. Um, so one of the guys had a choir that came out, that and was cute. and it was funny because the 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 choir folks they kept walking out one by one. I'm like, holy crap, how many people can fit in this limo? But they sang a fun song, and I love Sister Act too, so I appreciated that. Oh, that's
0: right. That's mm-hmm. your
2: favorite movie. favorite movie. I
0: quizzed the guys on that during my uh, access interviews. Did so. anyone get it? One of them did. I can't tell you who.
2: Okay. Um I think That's I That's no fun. I think I know who you would I'm say. I'm sorry to. I'd have to go watch back.
1: Oh, okay. Like literally you don't know who. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought that was like a secret. I, I was, like, was, on, was like, come <laughs> on. I don't remember who <laughs> said
0: it, but one of the five I interviewed did. Oh, okay,
1: perfect.
2: Um other entrances. One got down on one knee and kind of repeated what I did, which I thought was kind of cute. There was one one that stuck out that was really funny was um a guy I drove up in a hearse. And jumped out. I was like, yeah. and at first I was like, "What the hell's going on here? Is this a bad omen?" Um, but that was one that just stuck out in my mind.
0: What about Garrett in the minivan?
2: I loved the minivan only because it reminded me. So when I went into night one, you know, I made Ari get down on one knee, and I was just projecting to the future and kind of just making light of the situation. Mm-hmm. And I thought that the minivan kind of resembled that because he had. You know, some dad things in the back and I'm like, okay, I can appreciate this. You're, you know, you have a sense of humor. You're projecting to the future a little bit. So I liked that. That was good.
0: David, the chicken. (laughs) I interviewed David was such a nice guy. Mm -hmm. So normal. Have no idea why of all the guys he showed up in a chicken (laughs) outfit.
2: You know, he did it because he said he just wanted to make me laugh. And I will say, though, I was jealous of David by the end of the night because it was so cold. You know, they keep the doors open. It's early in the morning and he looked so warm. I'm like, can I just (laughs) put this costume on right now? Because I was freezing.
1: He is a venture capitalist. He's a smart guy. He knew exactly what he was doing. I really liked the minivan. Do you know, here's my there's one little secret about myself. When I rent a car from Hertz and I rent a lot of cars
0: you get minivans. I only get a minivan no you do not
2: I yes. kind of love that
1: honestly so the, just real quick this is so boring and so pointless but I got to talk about minivans um, <laughs> <laughs> two weeks ago I was in Chicago we pulled up and the guy goes oh huge fan of the show Ben you can have any car you want and it's my buddy Riley and I and we looked at each other and we said we'll take the minivan
2: you know every it's girl in America awesome. now is going to be peering into every minivan that they drive by
1: well, that's a little creepy because there's usually kids in the backseat. <laughs> um, all right. Sorry.
2: What entrances
0: turned you off? And when I say turned you off, I mean made you go, ew. Hmm. Oh, my God.
2: I don't really think any. I
1: don't remember. Come
0: on, Becca. I don't remember all
2: of them, though. She's so sweet.
1: She's just too <laughs> She's nice. So sweet. She. I, I could really actually, when she says that, I don't think any of them turned her off. No. She was just like, that was nice. You drove him in a hearse and i thought it was cute
0: <laughs> i mean the way he popped out of there was such enthusiasm going, so excited you literally i literally died mm-hmm. it was really cute yeah you That's
1: know good. who i thought had a lot of swagger leo no oh. no not leo i don't know if i'm a big fan of leo um nick that guy handled himself really well i felt like like there's a couple moments in episode one where um i think it was clay was like who wants to wrestle for Beck?" and he's like i'm out I was like that's really funny and like <laughs> he just kind of like felt like he just kind of handled himself really well. I like Nick.
2: Nick and reminded me of Jordan Belfort from Wolf of Wall Street. Really? You so mean much.
0: appearance-wise or personality-wise?
2: Personality-wise. He just mm. has that
0: Wolf of Wall Street edge.
1: Mm. Some swagger.
0: Some wow. swag. It's one of my favorite movies. Do you have any other questions Well, I, I go think into this question?
1: Well, no. I, I mean, I think we we need to tease here. Ashley is super invested in your season, Becca, because <laughs> next week she actually was able to go on the date. So episode two, you, you were actually able to go on the date and interview some of the guys um, that Becca uh, kept around.
0: Yeah. So it was, I was covering it for Cosmopolitan and I think we're allowed to talk about it a little bit you get to go smash things that remind you of Ari
2: mm-hmm. with one of your Hell men. Hell yeah. It was one of the most exciting, I, not even one of the most, the most exciting fun date I think I've ever been on. There's just so many old memories that it was just fun to kind of, you know, make fun of the past, move on and just look forward to the future with, with one of these guys. So it was it was a good time. Lil John was there. He was playing Turn Down for what the entire time? We we're dancing, mm. we're drinking champagne.
0: Uh, when i went to go interview little john i said hi little john like i called him little john are you supposed to do that
2: wait lil or little i
0: I probably said little
2: (laughs) didn't he smell so good i don't remember that oh god that was like the first thing i was like damn you smell good
0: man what did was that a cathartic process for you did you feel really just free of ari after that date
2: You know, I wouldn't, I don't, it was cathartic. I wouldn't say I held on to a lot of anger or resentment at that point, but it was just fun because all of the memories that the little scenes that were set up were old memories that we had had. And so it was just fun to break free from that and move on.
1: Becca, (laughs) you're super busy. You've got a lot of places to be. There's a ton of people. I mean, America watched you last night start your journey to fall in love. Mm -hmm. Um, It's got to be crazy for you. I'm assuming sitting here in studio today, knowing that millions upon millions of people are cheering for you over the next few weeks.
2: So weird. (laughs) It is
1: so weird. I mean, all eyes are on you and, and you've handled it uh, with class, with confidence. And so we have to know because it was brought up multiple times, what in the world and where did let's do the damn thing come from? (laughs)
2: Because you love it or hate it now. Um, okay. I, so when I made Ari get down on Wendy, I knew I was going to have him do that, open up the ring box. I did not think that let's do the damn thing was going to come out of my mouth. It just, I blacked out in the moment and it just mm. popped out. And as I was walking into the mansion, I was like, oh my God, what did I just say? I was like, <laughs> did I really just do that? And then it just kind of stuck. And it's so funny now because, I mean, that's just me. I just say stuff, and it comes on out sometimes. It's um, on a billboard about it's, a half a mile up from the studio. It's out mm-hmm. on billboards, and I know some people don't like it. My mom said she wished I would have said the dang thing, not the damn thing. <laughs> the darn thing. The darn thing. <laughs> thing. But, um, you know, that's just me. And so it's, just, it's funny that that can be my little tagline right now.
0: I think it's funny because, like, sometimes it's a little cringy, but then sometimes I... I'm getting out of the car, about to go do something, and I jokingly say, let's do the damn thing now, Hell and it's yeah. kind of
2: fun. Yeah. It's going to catch on. This I, is a thing. I, um, For some reason, I don't know how this started too, but every time I was going to go on a date or I was excited for something on my season, I would <laughs> weirdly like slap my stomach. And so I just started doing that as I would say, and I'm like...
1: Wait, wait. <laughs> we can't just leave on that. No. We can't be like and "That was Becca, everybody. The Bachelor." You slap your stomach like out of like a uh, just nervous reaction?
2: Okay. Well, if you've ever seen Pitch Perfect, Fat Amy in it, uh-huh. She'll be like "Crushed it." Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. So I just-
2: I don't know how I started doing that, though.
0: It's your like, belly's is a little different. I was yeah. just
2: really excited sometimes, and it would just
1: happen. I, be, hey, <laughs> Becca, you deserve to be excited. You deserve to be happy. Uh, we're happy for you. Uh, Ashley you. and I will be your biggest fans now for the next couple of weeks. Thank you for giving us something to talk about other than ourselves and our love mm-hmm. life. But, um, Becca, congratulations. Thank you. Have a blast. I will.
2: You guys are the best.
1: Let's do this damn thing.
2: Let's do this damn thing. Thank you, Becca. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
1: It's always nice to be around love. There's a lot of love in this room right now. It's, and uh, you know, one thing that always happens, I feel like, in relationships, especially during The Bachelors, is life gets busy. When life gets busy, you don't take as much time to treat yourself to something you need. And I, I think it's important to sit down at dinner when you're in that new kind of couple stage, you know, mm, yeah. love on each other a bit, have a glass yeah. of wine, talk about life.
0: No, Jared and I do that a lot.
1: Do you ever use Blue Apron? Yeah. You like Blue Apron?
0: Yeah, I
3: do. I love
1: Blue Apron. Blue Apron is the leading meal kit delivery service in the U.S. And while many people know what we do, many don't know about the types of meals you eat when you cook with Blue Apron.
0: They are so complex, like in, in a good way. You know, they oh, have so definitely. many different flavors, it, but it's all easy because you only it only takes 45 minutes to make every recipe that they have.
1: It's fun to do together too, right? Yes. I mean, you're not just having burgers for dinner. You're no. making short rib burgers with a hoppy cheddar sauce on a pretzel <sighs> bun. Give me a... Cheddar. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or seared steaks with thyme pan sauce with mashed potatoes, green beans, and crispy shallots, all in under 45 minutes without a trip to the grocery store.
0: Mashed potato and sauce. You already got me.
1: Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Blue Apron's mission is to make an incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Blue Apron offers three meal plans. Two-person meal plans? Ashley, is that what you're after?
0: Yeah, that's what I get.
1: Family meal plans? Not yet. Not no, quite for you. No,
0: a couple of years.
1: But, but a lot of people out there. Yeah. And the wine plan. Are you on the wine plan?
0: I like the wine plan a lot.
1: Featured meals in May. Here we go. Pork chorizo tacos with radishes and roasted potatoes. Salmon and spicy orange salsa with quinoa and carrot salad. White cheddar cheeseburgers with balsamic glazed onions. Blue Apron is offering our listeners their first three meals for free. When it comes to dinner, let Blue Apron take care of the planning and shopping while you do the cooking and eating. You'll enjoy delicious meals like popcorn chicken and sweet chili cabbage slaw and cumin-spiced wonton noodles with vegetables and peanuts on a table in 30 minutes or less. With incredible ingredients and chef-designed recipes, Blue Apron lets you see what the power of food can do for you. So, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals at blueapron.com backslash almost famous. Say it, Ben. That's blueapron.com backslash almost famous. Blue Apron, a better way to cook.
4: Stop! I love it the way you say that! I love it! (laughs) It's so cute!
1: Ashley, you know, this week's episode of The Bachelorette was something... Uh, you know, it wasn't.
0: Any, it wasn't, really. Well, I think it
1: was in a sense of I really enjoyed it.
0: I enjoyed it, too. I smiled through the entire thing. Like,
1: it was one of the first episode ones that I have enjoyed in a long time. I didn't enjoy Rachel's, not from anything she did, mostly because I didn't think her guys were that great. I didn't enjoy Ari's. It was just kind of like, let's get through this. I remember we said this. Let's I get through. I always
0: feel like the first episode is, let's get, let's get through this. But I felt like this episode, I thought, this is fun. This is fun. I'm smiling. These guys are nice.
1: It was exactly what it needed to be. It's the intro to the guys. Yeah. It wasn't any. It wasn't too, like, uh, fluffy. There wasn't too many acts. I mean, yeah, there was, like, a minivan and a hearse and a chicken. <laughs> but it wasn't, like, it wasn't overdone, I didn't feel like.
0: I felt like it wasn't overdone either. They weren't trying too hard. And the gimmicks seemed to, like, actually always end cute. Mm-hmm. You mean, like, the chicken? The ch- okay, so the chicken is the one exception. The only reason it was cute to me is because I
4: met him in real life, and he was so Wait. sweet. Wait. I know the chicken. This is so weird. You okay, do? so my very 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 good friend's brother's wife's brother is the chicken. Holy moly, <laughs>
1: okay, so Amy, you I lost me after a very again. good. Okay, so yeah. my
4: very 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 good friend Jackie, <laughs> very very good. Friend. Yeah, I'm real. She's yeah. rad. Her brother uh-huh. is married to a girl, uh-huh. and the chicken is her brother. Oh
1: wow!
0: You guys have to go watch my interview with him on Access's YouTube because
4: he's so normal and sweet. Yeah. And he didn't have to do that game. I don't know why he did the chicken. I can't wait to ask him. Yeah, me too.
1: Do you think it set him back?
4: Mm.
0: Yes. I don't know. Think about Alexis in the dolphin suit. She she kind of is always known for the dolphin, but she's also kind of prevalent.
1: Yeah, but di- not. But with Becca, I mean, right. how long? F- how far right. did Alexis make it on next season?
4: She meant it to like eight or nine, but it just made her the dolphin. Like I don't mm. know. Yeah. That it, I don't know that anyone's gonna take you seriously. Like.
0: I, I don't know.
4: I will say, you know how Nick is doing, like his little parody
0: of The Bachelor and dressing yeah. up like Becca. Well, Jared had to put on the chicken suit yesterday, and he it was hot. like, no, thank you. Right? He
4: stood out. The chicken stood out because he was dressed like a chicken. But I don't know if that he's going to find love. But more important than the chicken, the model. I just am totally befuddled by the model.
1: Who is he? I mean, I get. I mean, I get who he is. But like, what? Who is he? Well,
4: and is that- real like come on dude like come on and and to me if you're a model like you're really a model you're pretty humble about being like i'm hot I was like brooks remember how brooks is just hot but he definitely modeled right. like kendall jenner isn't probably going around being like look at my outfit it's so together because i'm a model yeah like i don't think mm. she's really doing that
1: yeah that's my probably face true I, I, is I, my business yeah he just right. kind of confused me what do you think ashley <sighs>
0: I mean, I think he's going to be great inter- entertainment for us. Yeah, he but he gives, he gives me deja vu of someone and I came put my finger on No, nah, I know who. Who?
1: The guy that got in the fight, Blake from um, R- Rachel season, who got in the fight with oh, uh, yeah. What well, Boom Dude.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah, oh, my
1: yeah. God. Doesn't he? A little bit? Yeah. Kind of remind you because ta- they talk very high of themselves.
4: It's yeah. my most favorite recreation we've ever oh, done. That, me too. With me too. him Those on air. was the first episode.
1: Absolutely unbelievable. We did that with him on air. <laughs> That's so sad.
4: Um, <laughs> that was maybe me. <laughs> him or us.
1: The model. The model is confusing. I, I hope. I, I hope. Really
4: confusing. Him, I
1: don't get it. Okay, here's another one. I don't get. Okay. Here's one that actually made me angry. Oh. Sometimes that happens. Um. The guy that goes, "Hey, come to me." So he's standing oh in the God. driveway. Come oh, to me. It. And then she came to him, which I thought was a huge step for her because here's one thing: men never make the woman come to you ever. I don't care what you're talking about. When you when never make them come to you. You go to them. And then he makes her come and then he goes, "I believe in relationships that it's 50-50." But I think it actually should be 60-40. I didn't even get it. And then oh. he backed up like, "Come closer to me. Like I'm going to get 60%, you're going to get 40." So like, <laughs> it's a compromise.
0: It was <laughs> so gross. I was so turned off.
1: Is he is he
4: serious? Eve. I don't remember who oh, he was though now I didn't leave on or which... not he wow. may have left I should have we should have His made name note shall of not that. be mentioned What did you think about the text from the ex girlfriend. Oh my God, don't and then get me started. Calls the guy, and then here come the right reason police, and then the whole thing. That guy who calls him out, who apparently has a friend of
0: a friend, is definitely going to be this season's right reasons police. Oh. Mm-hmm. And we've already gone over a zillion times what we feel is the right reasons, and it's not necessarily that you are there to marry Becca, it's for the experience and to grow and maybe find love.
4: In that situation, mm-hmm. what would you do? Like, if you got the text.
0: Oh, but she eliminated him. She she believed the wrong reasons, police guy.
1: It's so easy on night one to be, um... I Influenced. It really is. As The Bachelor or Bachelor, it's so easy to be influenced. And so for the... You're on edge for that guy or girl that's out there that you know isn't there for the right reasons. So as soon as somebody said it and they had backing, I bet Becca was just like, I, I gotta I gotta go with it. Um...
0: He gave me Josh Murray vibes, mm. Chase, the one that was eliminated. He, yeah. Yeah.
1: He he, he does kind of give that like, he just gives that vibe when you just like, ah, I don't, he doesn't quite get it yet.
0: Yeah, he didn't get it. He
1: doesn't get it.
0: Uh, you, you know what did turn me off? What? So much. The guy that showed up that she's known from Minnesota.
1: Yeah, I don't, why?
4: I like why? that.
0: Yeah. He, he was like obviously not interested in her until she became the Bachelorette. Mm. He, she was like, we've hung out plenty of times before. And he's like, oh, I only remember you from one time. And it's like, oh, so I wasn't even memorable until I became yeah. the Bachelorette.
1: That makes sense. I remember, I, I think one of the biggest compliments to somebody um, who's the Bachelor or Bachelor is if somebody from their past would have came onto the show to pursue them. What I mean by that is that it would be showing like, hey, uh, who you were way before the Bachelor or Bachelorette is who I actually am interested in now. And I think that's a huge compliment to somebody.
0: Definitely depends on the situation. In this case, it seems like the guy just wanted Becca now because she was the Bachelorette. But in the in the case that was Rachel last season, and I forget the guy's name. Yeah, that was super so nice, sweet, mm-hmm. such a sweetness, and she just mm, did not like him.
1: No, it's she always his situation always rubbed her the wrong way. Um, okay, majority of Becca's men, good guys, bad guys. How are we seeing them?
0: good guys. You
1: think this is a good season? Yeah. Who really stands out to you?
0: Garrett with the minivan. Colton because he seems super sweet. He's just got that little twinkle in his eye. Reminds me of a, of a young you Ben.
1: What do you mean by that?
0: He's wholesome. Mm. He's faithful. He has a charity involvement. Yeah. He just seems like
1: he seems like a good guy.
0: He just seems like a nice guy, and don't how, don't you know him a little bit?
1: Yeah, I do. Um, because of his work um, with cystic fibrosis, I've had a couple of interactions with him because uh, we have some mutual friends who got married here recently, um, and and the husband uh, suffers from cystic fibrosis, and so Colton's been working with them, and then uh, they're good friends of mine. So I went to the wedding, and Colton was there, and then Colton's also from Denver. Yeah. And so, um, you know, his, he, he is a great guy, uh, good looking, mm-hmm. strapping young man.
0: He's very rich though. Um,
1: I think he has a, a long ride ahead of him, um, that could potentially end in love. I do believe that. I or see it in his the eyes. Bachelor? Um, I think both are definitely within his grasp. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think for Colton being the bachelor, um, he'd be great at it, but I also think him and Becca kind of make sense. I'm sitting here with Becca today. And I'm thinking she seems like somebody that would be into a Colton, or seems, who would it maybe? Seems, I don't know.
0: Seems like he gets far based on the super tease.
1: Yeah. I okay. The, the The crowd favorite is is the next Dean Garrett.
0: I don't see a next Dean.
1: Okay. Garrett Garrett seems to be the guy that everybody's going to be pulling for.
0: Yeah, I think so too. He I reminds me it. more of like um, uh, Sean. Sean, Sean? Lowe? could be No, not a Sean Lowe. Booth. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. I was going to say, Sean Lowe? No, Booth. Like, Booth. Smooth, yeah. swagger, good looking. Like, just has it kind of like, just has that confidence, He's that aura.
0: comfortable with himself. Mm. And it reflects in his interactions with her.
1: hmm Speaking of somebody that's comfortable with themselves, she dumped the grocery store guy. People freaked out.
0: People are freaking out.
1: Freaking out. They hate He's got a great smile on him. He's got a wink, which might be a little much. But he is not a night one go homer. Mm.
0: No. No, I thought that I was going to be rooting for him for top 8 top 6.
1: I I I mean I after his Chicago segment at the very beginning, he's tossing fruit around. He's looking at vegetables. I'm thinking, that's that's husband material, right?
0: That's what I thought. He's definitely paradise material.
1: I go to the grocery store sometimes and toss some tomatoes just to make make the people watch. I can see Whole you
0: tossing tomatoes towards a lady and then winking and then her like basically fainting.
1: You know what I'm doing right now? What? In my backyard, I just uh my garden, I, I have two more weeks until um my red peppers, tomatoes, and broccoli sprout. Mm. Um I have a couple more weeks until I actually can harvest. So I'm thinking about I, I'm gonna literally have the best peaches because I have a peach tree in my backyard, tomatoes, broccoli, and uh red peppers in all of Denver. I promise. I'm can gonna you, toss can those you at bring
0: a bring some down here.
1: I'll bring them I'll bring them to LA. I'm gonna toss one at at, at a cute long young lady there, wink at her and see what happens.
0: Hey, good <laughs> nice peach.
1: Here, here's a head of broccoli. Um <laughs> all right, to close it out. Final um thoughts, Ashley. What was your favorite part of this episode?
0: I guess the one that stands out the most to me. Is um the hearse or the minivan? So motor vehicles.
1: You love motor
0: vehicles.
1: (laughs) I just snorted. That was that was good. Um, yeah, my the super tease at the end. Ashley, no, the super tease at
4: the end. That's always always the best. Super
1: emotional, super crazy. I remember watching mine and knowing what happened and played out. And the super tease actually, there's some like hidden things in there that you know never will happen yeah. but there's actually the the overall storyline can pretty much be communicated through that super tease do you think this will be a dramatic episode cuz nobody yet has season? said it will be the most dramatic season of all time oh yeah you're right nobody said it yet no what they what they've said is that the, like get on for the ride it's going to be a great season but never the most dramatic so what are your thoughts if you were to guess how this season plays out what do you think
0: i think it's not going to be the most dramatic I think we're going to see early on who her top four is, and I think girls are really going to be into her top four.
1: Mm-hmm. What well, I mean, this Bachelor, this let's not move on to the Bachelor. Let's, let's pause Bachelor talk for a couple of weeks. Um, we we got some bachelor vibes from people, but let's focus on Becca for right now. And yeah, her could season. you
0: imagine if we start talking about the future bachelor? I already did it with Colton.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean it happens every year. We move on so fast. Let's <laughs> let's take a breath. I mean, we're in season. Let's pause. Um, Ashley, this season I think will be one that we will remember, one that we'll look back on. I think this season, just sitting with Becca the last two weeks. And Are
0: you being dramatic?
1: I am being a little dramatic. Okay. Give me give me my dramatic. <laughs> I think sitting with Becca the last two weeks. Do you
0: have a crush on Becca?
1: Who doesn't? <laughs> uh, she's great. I think I think Becca is has really um, grown into this role as the Bachelorette with confidence, with class. She's beautiful. She smiles, and she lights up a room. I think this season will be one that we look back on and say, this is one of the most beautiful love stories I've ever seen play out. She deserves it. I'm
0: excited. I'm excited. I'm excited that you're so hopeful. I mean, after talking to her and seeing that she's engaged, I have, I've got good feelings too.
1: Yeah. This is what The Bachelor was created to be, right? Just love. Is that what, that's why it was created, right? Just love. Yeah. No drama. Yeah. No drama. All right. Hey, uh, Ashley your skin's looking great thanks you you've you've I been emotional last couple of weeks i know you've been crying time. uh you know last week on the podcast you announced that you and jared were officially together mm-hmm. um this week on the podcast uh he obviously still has a very special you're repl- you're still together right
0: <laughs> yeah
1: okay i just want to make sure before i make things awkward um <laughs> ashley you've been crying your skin looks great why does it look so good
0: uh bio clarity i know BioClarity is the complete skincare system. It has two different daily routines depending on what kind of skin you have. There is the clear skin routine in which you cleanse, treat, and restore. It's clinically proven to fight acne, soothe skin, reduce pore size, minimize redness, all that good stuff, and even out skin tone. This is best for oily combination and blemish-prone skin. The tar- it targets the root of breakouts, and you can see a difference in as little as two weeks.
1: Ashley, you've you've talked about on the podcast before. You struggle with acne. I've struggled with acne in the past. Um, you're not struggling right now. No. Why, why is it? Is it really because of bioclarity?
0: Yeah, I use the Skin Clear routine, and then there's also the Essentials routine for people who aren't so acne-prone.
1: BioClarity products uh, are loaded with nourishing plant extracts and Floralux. Um, The essential routine, cleanse, restore, and hydrate. It's best for normal, dry, or dehydrated skin. It's non-comedogenic, which means it won't clog your pores, and it's lightweight. Soften skin and hydrate a lightweight, breathable moisturizer. Moisturizer helps minimize redness, reduce pore size, and even out skin tone. Bioclarity products are loaded with nourishing plant extracts, like I mentioned before, and Floralux. Floralux, a clever form of chlorophyll, is proven for soothing away blemishes. Floralux has antioxidant healing and anti-inflammatory properties that feed your skin from the outside in. It's like green juice for your face. Detox and rebalance with Bioclarity.
0: BioClarity is delivered straight to your door. So start a healthy habit and get clear, glowing skin. Just head over to BioClarity.com. Our listeners will get their first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. That's a $20 savings and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But you need to enter our code, which is FAMOUS. So check it out. BioClarity.com. Enter the code FAMOUS and have clear, glowing skin like Ben and me and so many of our listeners who have taken our recommendation. I
1: also have makeup on right now, so I look, oh, I look a little cleaner. Okay. Sorry to interrupt. We have former bachelor Jesse Palmer on the line. Hey Jesse, you out there? I'm here, brother. What's going on? Hey Jesse, welcome to Almost Famous
5: Podcast. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on.
1: Hey, uh we, we we're so excited to talk to you about a show that has a close place in our heart. Um you the now you are now the host of The Proposal on ABC. Tell us a little bit about that
5: an all-new dating series is from the creator of The Bachelor, and essentially, there'll be 10 episodes uh, airing this summer. It's going to premiere on June 18th at 9 Eastern, uh, sorry, 10 Eastern, 9 Central on ABC right after The Bachelorette. Essentially, this show is basically like, um, it's like The Bachelor on speed, basically. You're you're essentially, it's a one-hour episode each time at the start of the show, there's ten eligible men or women. Uh, we're kind of calling them "quote unquote" suitors that are that are uh, that are kind of vying for the you know the love of a mystery man or a woman that they can't see throughout the majority of the hour. And then by there's kind of like these these pageant style kind of rounds um, that they have to survive, and you know the cast of ten sort of gets whittled down until there's two at the finale. And then um, before the end of the night, there is a proposal in some way, shape or form by the end of the show. So it's essentially kind of like every episode is almost like binge watching an entire season of The Bachelor. And it's essentially whittled down into 60 minutes. So you don't have to you don't have to wait a couple of months to find out the result. You'll know at the end of every one hour episode what happened.
0: Jesse, are these people proposing marriage or other things?
5: So it it literally could be anything and ultimately really depends on obviously the connection that these suitors feel with the, the mystery man or woman and how strong that, that connection is really over the course of 60 minutes. Um, But really it it could be a proposal in any spectrum. It could be, you know, a sexy night in a fantasy suite kind of thing, or it could literally be a full blown down on one knee, open a ring box kind of thing as well.
1: We. Jesse, I was uh, talking to some of the people from uh, that actually created the show uh, last week and they were all saying I asked them if you could explain the show in one word, what would it be? And I want to ask you the same question if you could explain this show in one word, what would it be?
5: That's a great question uh, it's it, it's emotional <laughs> that's probably what I'd say you know its it, you know being the host of the show and being being up there you know with these uh, with these people you know these real people. That, that are kind of going on this journey. Uh, I mean, there, there, there's it's emotional, not just because they're you know they're having to bear themselves and open themselves up to someone that for a lot, you know, at first they can't even see um, and be willing to kind of take a big risk. But I think the fact that it, it's really condensed in time, there's a you know there, there's a clock. It's 60 minutes before this is all going to happen. A lot of a lot of decisions need to be made. A lot of obviously very critical decisions and a small amount of time to really get to know somebody. Um, it, it was there was the emotions totally run the gamut. for me that was that was probably one of the things I really walked away from you know this first season, just thinking, wow, you know it's it's palpable almost you know when, when you're out there with these uh, with these contestants.
0: So there's a live audience. I feel like this show has more of like a game show feel. Is there any participation from the audience?
5: Uh, there's no, particip- I mean, they're definitely there. I mean, the, the participation, they, they don't really have, you know, a say in who's chosen, per se. Um, but there's a lot, you know, that's kind of one of the interesting things, too, is, you know, because you have that audience, you sort of get you, you get human reaction to what's happening on on the stage. And, who the mystery man or woman is choosing to move on? I, I think, I, I just think it's 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 human nature. I think to kind of pick favorites. It, I think it's what what Bachelor Nation does when they're watching Bachelor on TV. It's like they're all rooting for someone to end up, you know, to, to make it to the next round, or they're rooting for someone to go home. And I think you kind of get that same feel on the show, you know, you know, as as the mystery man or woman is trying to find out more and more about these ten suitors. Uh, the crowd is doing the same thing. And as the show goes on, it's really wild to see how the crowd responds to the different decisions that the mystery man or woman makes. Pretty neat. So,
1: I mean, speaking of crowds and, and all the viewers out there that's going to be watching the show, why were you, Jesse Palmer, the perfect person to host
5: the proposal? I don't think I'm the perfect person for anything. <laughs> but, but I think oh, that's nice. what was interesting about, about this was you know, I just think having been the Bachelor back in 2004, I, I think that I, I have the ability maybe to relate a little, just a little bit, to what some of these people are going through and some of the decisions they're going through and how they're feeling. Um, you know, it, again, it's it sort of like really an emotional journey and you know, a roller coaster that they go on. Um, unlike the Bachelor or the Bachelorette, where it, it lasts several episodes and several, you know, several months, I should say, and hours and hours and hours of filming. Um, this is essentially just 60 minutes, so I, I think for me, what was really interesting was you know I think a being able to relate to them. I can tell you guys both for sure that hosting a show like this is a way less stressful than actually being on a show like this and being hmm. being the bachelor or being a contestant. It's it's crazy.
1: That's that's encouraging to hear. I mean, so you're feeling pretty good. You're not too stressed out right now.
5: No, no, dude. I, no, I'm good. I mean, I, <laughs> I've been I've been in. You know, I mean, I don't have to make any hard decisions. It's great. I just, I'm just trying to help them, <laughs> help them along the way. I get to ask a lot of questions. I got to memorize a lot of names, though. Well.
1: Hey, if that's the hardest thing we've got to do, Jesse, we're living a pretty good life. We
5: are charmed life. I mean, we handed out all the flowers. They're gone. All we got to do now is ask people questions, mm-hmm. where I do you to know, help them out.
1: That's awesome. Hey, uh, for everybody out there listening, if you're a fan of The Bachelor and you're a fan of love and you're a fan of proposals of all sorts and kinds and varieties and you're a fan of the former nfl football player host of the proposal the very very talented jesse palmer make sure you check out the proposal on hey jesse i don't have it here uh when does the proposal air
5: yeah it's gonna be airing monday june 18th 10 eastern 9 central right on abc right after the bachelorette
0: it's gonna be three straight hours of romantic television
5: i'm in romantic binge watching tv hey thanks jesse Bye guys thanks so much for having me on
0: can't be romantic that's not romantic
1: I, do you think it has any opportunity to be romantic
0: if you are trying to like propose whether it's a fantasy suite a marriage or even a vacation with somebody after knowing them for maybe four hours I don't think it's not that romantic
1: it just it, it seems like a a show that could work just like married at first sight
0: married at first sight does work
1: it does work it could work but romantic like to watch it and like get the feeling not happening no not happening i don't trust it Mm -mm. hey but another crazy idea from our good friend mike fleiss (laughs) i like a good night's rest typically these days i sleep like a baby and there is really only one reason why um i've been exercising more but that's not the reason The real reason is my sleep number bed. You've heard me talk about my sleep number bed and how great I sleep, and I mean it. I really do love my sleep number. My sleep number setting is a 75 right now. Uh, My sleep IQ score last night was a 90. I am telling you I'm sleeping like a rock. Maybe you've considered a sleep number bed but thought you couldn't afford one. But can you really afford... Another restless night's sleep? I don't think so. Before you do anything, you've got to go to a sleep number store and experience the adjustable comfort of sleep number beds. So many couples disagree on master mattress firmness. Sleep number beds let you choose your ideal firmness on each side. You just have to pick the right number for you. It's smart effortless and comfortable the sleep number bed lets you choose the comfort and support that's right for you personally it adjusts on each side so it's the perfect bed for couples you can actually feel how it contours to your neck shoulders backs and hips for more proper spinal alignment i've talked about it before i've had a sleep number for a few years now it's i'm probably ready for an upgrade and i would love to to upgrade here soon my grandparents actually bought this sleep number because my grandfather was suffering at the time from parkinson's he's a big guy he's a tall guy and it was de- recommended to them that they get a sleep number so they can adjust their separate beds so that he's not rolling over all the time. That when he's fidgety at night, my grandma's not waking up. The sleep number bed was the bed recommended for him. And the new sleep number beds are smart. They sense your every move and automatically adjust to keep you sleeping comfortably. There's even an adjustment for snoring. Does your bed do that? Come in during the semi-annual sale where you'll find final clearance savings of $500 on a pressure-relieving Sleep Number Queen C4 mattress. Now, only $1,099.99 as a steal. There are more than 550 Sleep Number bed stores. Visit sleepnumber.com. That's sleepnumber.com to find the store near you. I sleep on one. You need to sleep on one, too. Hey, our second time getting to talk to this lovely person courtney robertson our bachelor at expert for the day are you out there
3: hi how's it going hey, hey, courtney we're good how are you i'm doing good i can't no complaints so
1: courtney you've seen becca's first episode correct oh yeah and your thoughts on this episode let's just, let's just start with umbrella thoughts because Ashley is an expert at digging deep into the, the, the details. I want to hear your overall opinion of Becca's guys.
3: Well, it's a little bit of a mixed bag. Uh, it's a new crop of men. I think uh, there's a couple standout winners for sure. Uh, but a lot of little influencers, I I thought. That was my impression. Did you say um, a lot of social media influencers? Yeah, like a lot of fitness models. Like ones that you're like, oh, okay, like. Are you here for the right reasons? Like, drink every time you hear that. Who are you talking about? Uh, Like, all the fitness models, essentially.
0: Right now, Ben is looking through the pictures. Yeah, I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> sorry. You know, it's like, like a first day of school. Oh, my gosh. There's like so many. I'm like, all these names. It's like crazy. I have my favorites. I took notes. Who, uh, who are your yeah,
1: favorites? Yeah, hear that.
3: I really like the guy that pulled up in the minivan. I was like, yes hmm Yeah, um, we
0: just had Garrett. Becca on. Seems like she likes Garrett as well.
3: Yeah, he seems amazing. He seems super genuine. Um obviously the model stuff is to me because I modeled, you know, in the past and he looks like the front runner for the villain Is he so, like a
0: parody of a model?
3: Uh I'm like, who is this guy? I'm like, oh gosh, and it's like you just killed your career right there. So it's Jordan, right?
0: Jordan, yeah, you mentioned how your career was affected by The Bachelor.
3: Oh my gosh, yeah, it seems a screeching halt. I mean, it's uh one of those things, definitely like because now you're known as a reality TV star, so it kind of takes away from the brand that so, you're trying to you know like target or whoever you work you know you work for so
1: which is which is a little bit ironic, I feel like, because if we're speaking candidly, which we are um <laughs> Jordan seems like a guy just from what we've seen that went on the show for one reason, one reason alone to be a character. Um, hundred percent. And so he's probably hoping to get some work or to get a little more famous or known through the show. He might get some more Instagram followers, but behind the scenes of all that, everything else he's doing today might come to a screeching halt because of the show.
0: I have to say that I, I'm not giving him much benefit of the doubt but I could tell there were a lot of edits in, in his his storyline. You think? hmm I know well, so. Even if you listen to the audio,
3: it's true. I dropped. mean, like, even the conclusion, like, the, oh, my God, was, like, I'm like a pot on the thing. Like, I mean, I just feel like he probably was, like, super, you know, influenced by producers, obviously. But, I mean, he's aggressive. So, I would bet money that the career, modeling career, isn't probably going to take off. So...
1: He might have been edited a little bit. But I still think Jordan was there for some odd reasons. I, I don't think he was there no, for I love.
0: I agree. I'm not saying that he's like the stand-up character, but I definitely know that, that it was um, exacerbated a bit.
3: I, I feel like he'd be a shoe-in for Bachelor in Paradise.
1: Oh, yeah. For about a day.
3: Courtney, could you be in Bachelor in Paradise? <laughs> I would love to be like the bartender, or I would love to be like, the art, You know, like the person who's like, here, yeah, I'll fill your water up. And, like, the house, you know, person just helping, helping. But I don't think I can go on. I'm too old, you guys. No, you're not. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm turning 35 this summer. All, can you imagine all the girls would be making fun of me? They'd be like, who's the old girl in the one piece?
0: Claire was 36 on Winter Games. That's true. And
3: look how that worked out.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, awkward silence. Hey, um we, we we do love Claire though, but yeah, that's yeah. Good example. Um Courtney, uh last time we talked to you, Ari was getting ready to start his season. You had some actually really great things to say about Ari. You you liked Ari a lot. Have those thoughts uh changed, um, been um corrected at all or reinforced?
3: That's a good question. You know, I think, you know, I supported him throughout the whole season. I feel badly. I, I felt very badly um, for him at times, but, you know, at the end of the day, so badly that it was like such a public humiliation for him. Um, but, you know, we're still friends. And I haven't met Lauren yet. Um, and what, it's funny, walking this, this season, I'm like, oh my gosh, that Becca and I could have like, I'm like, I could have totally been friends with her. Like, she'd be living in Arizona right now. So, um, but yeah, no, I think, like I said before, like our relationship definitely changed, and um, you know, he seems really happy. So,
0: you said that you weren't gonna watch RE season, did you cave and watch?
3: Yeah, I caved and watched, and I think it was good, it was good to watch. And you know, like, even though we had history, it's like for me, like, it's like a turn off to see anybody, kiss that many people. <laughs> so, if there were any unresolved feelings, those were like, poof, gone. That's great, yeah. Did you,
1: do you think you had feelings for Ari when he entered into a season? Not to make this about you and your feelings, but when watching it, I mean, did some like things kind of come up in, in your in your heart for Ari?
3: You know, it definitely was a little heartbreaking for me when he went off to do it. So, yeah. I mean, and then it was still in my face and having to watch it all and, you know, we've been working on this project together and, you know, I think had he not done the show who knows what would have happened, but you know, it was a major life event for him that changed, you know, changed whatever it could have been.
1: So if we're going to switch gears and let's play a little game, Courtney, you are the bachelorette right now for this season. Becca has to, to peace out and they, they substitute (laughs) you in, um, who is your top three?
3: Top three. I think Garrett for sure. I think he's adorable. Um, let's see the Virgin. I hate to say it. Uh, not so much. I watched the you know previews at the end. I don't know if you guys do this, but I like watch them. I rewind and watch that a few times to kind of get a little hint into the to the season. You're not I... into Colton? No.
0: Oh, I'm like I'm taken woman, but I, I he's my favorite.
3: Actually, you're a taken woman. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god!
0: Congratulations! Thank Go you. Girl. That's exciting. Thanks. You missed oh, it last week. My god. I announced that I'm with Jared. Oh, that's so exciting. With who? Jared. They're back. My my person of
4: three years. Deja (laughs) vu.
3: Hold the phone. <laughs> this is, like, breaking news. This is so exciting. My heart's smiling. I'm oh, so happy for you. Thank you. Oh, uh, But by the way, you got rid of the guy that, that owned the grocery store. I would have so been into him. I think <laughs> his name was Joe. Courtney. Me, too.
1: He winked right. too much. It was the wink.
3: He's adorable. Mm.
1: I'm
3: a winker. I love him. I was like, I would go grocery shopping there and be like, you know, every week. Um, and then I also liked Leo. I mean, that pair was, I like. The hair i think leo's kind of sexy too he's got like a really sexy voice like i'm a voice person his voice was like <clears throat> i loved
1: it he gave some judgy looks during the first yeah. night like that i didn't appreciate
0: okay i mean i get it the last couple of minutes he was like a little bit yeah sexy. And,
1: and you have to think that that's like that was probably happening all night mm-hmm. so you're like yeah it's probably not your time buddy
3: i mean great hair though i don't oh, think he's going that gosh. far
1: great here
3: let's be honest none of those guys, I mean those guys are all like 20 I was surprised some were like 25 and um a little bit young so maybe a little bit of a mixed bag
1: yeah I would have been I would have been pretty old, pretty old on this show
3: yeah they are quite young this season
1: mm-hmm. I'm looking at the ages right now you know uh, let's go back for a second I'm taking some tips and I've always had this strategy about myself because I'm not very smooth um you I, I
0: you are so smooth I'm
1: not yes, you, are. you know what I'm smooth with though. <laughs> The move that Garrett pulled, I was watching, I was like, that's my boy. I'd be best friends with that dude. (laughs) Like, that makes sense. Like, don't try too hard. Try hard enough where you're like, okay, I'm going to just like drive up in a minivan because I know that if she makes fun of me, of course she's going to make fun of me. I drove up in a minivan. Or she's going to be like, that's funny. I like him. He's unique. And he's a little edgy
0: edgy in a minivan
1: edgy in a minivan i like that move
0: courtney you missed the part where ben was talking about whenever he goes to hertz or like a rental mm-hmm. car place he always requests a minivan Yep.
3: no way
1: yeah i have a theory uh courtney and and i you're a very 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 smart person um but I've had a theory in life, really, I remember since my teenage years, that at some point, I'm going to have a really hard midlife crisis.
0: <laughs> What's that?
1: I just know it. I know that I'm going to I'm like going to have a midlife crisis. It's going to hit hard, and it's going to hit rough. And so my theory, to prepare for it, was to start doing things at a young age that I want, would be doing at like 60, 65, 70, so that when I do hit my midlife crisis, I don't have to change my activity. So like... You know, if it's having a glass of bourbon, watching, you know, dancing with the stars or ice skating or driving a minivan or working in my garden, those are things I like to do now to prep for my later years. Does that make sense?
3: Oh, I think that's so smart. Yeah. Are you kidding? That's amazing.
1: Do you find that sexy?
3: (laughs) I do. I think that's really, I think it's really smart. Thanks, Courtney.
1: I appreciate you.
3: It's like you're saving it. So I'm like, can't wait to see this uh, midlife crisis what actually unfolds. I think he'll be prepared.
1: I think my sixties are going to be my best years. I'm just saying that now.
3: Oh, I love it. I'm in my thirties, so far they're my best years. <laughs> so it's, it only gets better, right?
1: That's right, um, Courtney. What do you think of Becca? She's not here anymore, by the way. She's gone. <laughs> she needs to say whatever you want.
3: Oh no, she's, she's great. I mean, her art. She's got amazing arm. She's mm. like got that bachelor diet you can tell she's just like probably the best version of herself ever probably under like immense stress but she's great she seems like the total package down to earth can totally carry it i think you know america's gonna love her i think this is mm-hmm. a story that people have been wanting and i think if it, it had gone the other way i don't think i hate to say i mean i don't know lauren but i don't think she could carry the show just from what i gather you know
0: that's yeah. what so, i gather
3: Yeah, that's not what I gathered. But she's gorgeous. She's stunning. I would be friends with her. I'm kind of sad that she's not here in Arizona, (laughs) Mm. Uh, but I'll be definitely watching. And guys, it's great. I'm not gonna lie. I did feel like it was like watching an episode of Unreal. Like I feel like it's become like a format a little bit, but it's still good. Like the guy in the chicken suit and the puns. I mean, the puns were overwhelming.
1: Yeah, the pun the puns have taken over. Right. Puns still impress me though, because I you know whoever's coming up with this stuff, they're brilliant, very quick, very witty. You
3: know, like excellent in the basketball scene. I mean, it just was. I thought like a couple drinking games, like you know, let's do the damn thing. I'm sure you guys have already had the same thoughts, you know.
1: That well, but the it, the uh, the one that stood out to me was Joe, your boy Joe. He said what? in his home in his hometown episode, he goes. I've worked with produce my whole life, but it's never produced love.
0: (laughs) No, his hometown episode. Or his intro (laughs) package. His intro package. I was so shocked she sent him home. I was was too.
5: Mm. I asked her. She she (laughs) said she
0: didn't feel anything. And Mm. yeah, I think he'll be the random guy from night one that ends up in paradise.
3: Mm. I kind of hope so. I just felt like he had more. Maybe he didn't open up enough, as they say. Great jawline on that dude. I'm looking right, at a picture Courtney, now, sorry.
0: We have appreciated you have you your opinions. You're always so great on here. You've got a wonderful personality. Uh come back more often, maybe?
3: Yeah, we would love to. And congratulations on the love. I can't wait to see um your social media posts. You're gonna be like the cutest couple ever. Thank you. So <laughs> many likes. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Take care.
1: I mean I don't know how cliche I can get, but Courtney Robertson is fab. She's fit. <laughs> And she's fun, just like our favorite summer box. The weather is getting warmer, school is almost out, and the FabFitFun summer box is here. Of course, FabFitFun is seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. FabFitFun delivers a box of full-size fashion, beauty, home, fitness, and wellness products four times per year for just $49.99 a box. Full-size products no samples of anything straight to you it's a fantastic value many products individual value is more than the entire many products individual value is more than the entire box for example the furio luna fofo retail value is $89 and the total retail value of the summer box is over $320 this i'm not kidding you can see it for yourself. Get a box. Look inside. Pick out the products. Google them if you want. We're not lying to you. Here are just some of the contents of the current box. Make sure you Google them. Yumi Kim Makeup Train Case. Furio Luna Fofo. Pier 1 Imports Marble Ring Dish. Summer and Rose Beach Towel. Tarte Beauty Products. Ashley Simpson. Ashley Iconetti. Chloe Kardashian. Bethany Frankel. Martina McBride. Ashley Tisdale, Nikki Reed—I mean, that's an all-star lineup. They all love Fat Fit Fun Box, and add your name to this list right now. I mean, let me add mine. How does that sound? Nikki Reed and Ben Higgins. <laughs> Sign up for the Fat Fit Fun Box today to get your summer box. It is in limited supply, and these boxes always sell out. Use the code Almost Famous to get ten dollars off your first box. Go to FabFitFun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well-lived. Use promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for only $39.99. Go to FabFitFun.com and get $10 off your first FabFitFun box today with our code ALMOSTFAMOUS. There's one place I get super nervous and anxious at.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right.
1: If you want to make me squirm, I don't know why. It's not the dentist. It's not the eye doctor. It's not the doctor's office. It's not the hospital. There's one place that just doesn't feel comfortable, and every time I feel insecure, and that's the post office. I know I know how to write a letter. I know how to stamp a letter. I know how to address a letter. I know how to ship a box, but what is it about the long lines and the people judging me when I come in and my box isn't taped fully, or maybe I've messed up on the address, or maybe it is I just don't know the process at which I need to ship something that makes me feel so insecure. I mean, I don't know if anybody else out there has this. I don't know if anybody else out there feels this way, but the post office is the one place that you will see me curl up in a ball, post up in the corner, and rock back and forth in the fetal position. Ashley, we mentioned this before. Do you feel this way at the post office?
0: I do. I feel really weird. I basically hand them my envelope and the, you know, the post where it's where it's supposed to go, Mm -hmm. the label. Yeah. I'm like, okay, what do I do with this every time? I don't know. We never took a class in in school about how to work the post office.
1: So here's the thing. If you don't want to make me feel insecure anymore, <laughs> if you want to enhance my oh life my God, a little bit, insane. eliminate my access to the post office. Don't I don't want to go there anymore. I feel weird going there. <laughs> I, I I don't like it. I don't like it at all. That's my segment today. I'm not good at the post office. I'm not a good post officer. Good post I, officer. I don't know if I ever will be feel awkward even talking about it i'm getting a little insecure so we got to move on and
0: wait i have to tell you i just went to the post office last week and i needed to staple something i go up to the lady at the desk and i go do you have a stapler hi sorry excuse me do you have a stapler i can borrow no she goes no just no and i go okay
1: why would That's i want to come back to something like that here's my last story i went to the post office last week had a box to ship um missed one row of tape on the one side of the box i just need to tape one thing i was like hey i'm sorry do you guys have any packing tape uh yeah you can buy it for five bucks
0: no Mm. way
1: Mm. all right hey
0: they're very unhappy there
1: with that it's been an awesome podcast thank you to becca the bachelorette for coming on once again jesse palmer the proposal on abc premiering june 18th courtney robertson again what a great guest Always funny, always witty, super intelligent. We love her. Thank you to all the, for all the emails. Let us know your thoughts on this season so far at Ben and ashley at iHeartMedia.com. We want to hear from you. Also, one thing we need to do is will you send us your favorite top five bachelors and bachelorettes to our email. Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. Uh, we want to run through those. We just want to hear your thoughts. We're gonna take the take a vote and we'll announce it at some point um, who our listeners voted for. With that. Everybody, we love you so much. Welcome to Becca, the Bachelorette. I've been Ben.
0: I've been Ashley. Talk to you soon. Follow the
5: Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.